Welcome back to the Racial Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Ford, joined by my co-host, Kia Lisi herself. Hello. Hola. How are you guys all doing? I am doing well. How are you doing? I am doing great. And we are joined by two illustrious guests this week, although I'm sure we will get a number of drop-ins after that, from the Latinx delegation, the adorable one himself, Martin Sanchez. Hello, everybody. Yep, it's me <laughs> again. And we are also joined by our fantasy comics league guru, and from and delegate from the white delegation, Sean from the Great White North. Hi, how's it going? It's he's actually it's crazy. We are like our snow is melting, like our streets are flooded. It's like. We hit like 15 the other day, which is insane for December. And my friends in Florida are complaining about frost. And I'm just like, what the, what is weather? <laughs> right? Well, I'm sure that our listeners don't want to just hear about weather because we are ready for season two. This is the season two preseason extravaganza at midnight tonight, or by the time you listen to this podcast uh, we will have kicked off round one of season two of the racial draft. And we are here to talk about nerd news a little bit, but really talk about what's about to happen in round two. Kia, are you looking forward to it? Of course I am. What are you looking forward to most about season two? I'm looking forward to people actually, you know, putting up a fight and getting points. <laughs> season one champion strikes again with stunting on us, stunting on us probably for a, another 20 weeks, but you deserve it. You deserve it. You are, as we say, the Kia Lisi. <laughs> <laughs> but before we jump into our draft shenanigans, let's talk about a little bit of nerd news. We had a, we had a fair amount of nerd news over the weekend. Uh, we may as well start with some of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Disney Plus stuff. Uh, there was a lot of there were a lot of site leaks and uh, cast news that came out this week of, in, regarding the Hawkeye show. We finally got confirmation that Haley Steinfeld will be playing Kate Bishop. Haley Steinfeld, who is multiracial. Um, Key, are you familiar with Haley Steinfeld? No. Did you see the movie Tran? No, sorry. Did you see the movie uh, Bumblebee? Not on purpose. Did you see the movie Three Ten to Yuma? All right. Um, is she in any TV shows? I. Yeah. She's a... She has one. It's her own show. It's called Dickens. It's on Apple TV. Oh, that's for fancy people. Yep. Don't know her. <laughs> you ever seen Pitch Perfect 2? Yes. Okay. She was in that. She's uh, the new girl in that one. 
And apparently, oh. and apparently, Pitch Perfect three. Yeah, but you know, I never saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, but fair enough. She's in Ender's Game too. I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, I forgot about Ender's yeah, Game. I forgot about that movie too. Oh, it wasn't three ten to Yuma. She was in True Grit. I com- yeah. I confused the two. Oh, I saw True Grit. Yeah, I actually she- have that on Blu-ray. Weirdly enough, I don't know She's why. She's the kid. She's the kid in that. She's yeah, like correct. thirteen or fourteen in that. Yeah, it was ten years ago, so I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess she was thirteen. Sixteen. She's twenty-six. I looked it up the other day. No, she's twenty-three. Is she twenty-three? No, she's twenty-four. No, she's turning. What is she's turning twenty-six? She's, though. Like, she's turning twenty-four. Oh, wow. in, she's still twelve. Oh, she's turning twenty-four on the eleventh. I am yeah. looking at her Wikipedia My page bad. right now. Wikipedia so is not real. Anyhow, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm hijacking this because I'm like Kate Bishop is my favorite fucking Marvel character. All right, we'll and talk about Kate Bishop right now. Steinfeld is like my number one choice for Kate Bishop, and I'm just like for the 2020 decade, she is not only going to have solo appearances, she's going to appear in team movies with the Young Avengers. Like, as a Kate Bishop fan, I am like, oh, I'm feasting, you know, and I'm about to play her next week in the DLC. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Kate Bishop is having a moment because she's also going to be involved in the Avengers game. Like, oh, this is so great. This is my favorite character, you know? This just feels fantastic. Mm. Is this a preview of who might potentially get racially drafted? We don't know. (laughs) Uh, If you would like to show up in a comic book, Now I'm going to draft her myself. So that was a so that was one of the major stories about um, about the Hawkeye show. There were also some additional casting news. There was um, Florence Pugh, who's going to be making her debut as Yelena Belova in the Black Widow movie sometime in 2021. Uh, she is confirmed to be, appear on the program. So this adds to speculation that she will be taking over as Marvel's Black Widow, uh, replacing Rest in Peace, Natasha. There were also some castings by way of Vera Familia, or Farmiga, rather. Fra Free, Tony Dalton, Alakwa Cox, Zahn McLarnon, and Lucky, of course, the pizza dog. What's awesome about this casting is every single character that was cast is a comic book character. And I'm yes. just like, like there's not one character they mentioned that's not a comic book character. And I'm like, this is awesome. This series is going to be awesome. And related to that, I guess I should talk about um, Alequa Cox, who will be playing Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo. Mm-hmm. Echo, Echo, Echo. Echo is uh, noteworthy for being one of Mar- uh, one of Marvel's most prominent deaf characters. Mm-hmm. So this fuels uh, speculation. Actually, there was a Wait, set hold photo. On. Hold on, she's called Echo, but she can't hear an Echo. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. Um, but but yes. Wait, she... then why is she called Echo? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that either. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I mean, I'm not being a dick. I'm just really. Confused. I mean, you're kind of being a dick. I mean, you're kind of being a dick. I, I mean, let, let's just roll with it. Let's roll with it. I mean, isn't it kind of diggish to call her Echo when she can't really even hear an Echo? That's 
kind of the real big dick move. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, I don't know if people know that she's deaf. How about that? So she chooses a name that makes that makes people not know that she's deaf. How about that? That's what we're going with. That's what we're going with. Okay. All right. <clears throat> but um, let's see who else. We're, so there there have been speculation, mostly by me, that uh, Vera Farmiga, uh, she is going to be playing Kate Bishop's mother, a.k.a. Sean, help me out here. Not going to play She's going to play Eleanor Bishop. She's going to play Eleanor Bishop. I just know her as Kate's kid's mom, honestly. Even well, though she's not dead anymore. She has a name. It's called Eleanor. But uh, I was I was speculating that she, that Eleanor Bishop, for the purpose of the MCU, will might be Madame Mask, because Vera Famiga is a highly critically acclaimed actress and it would be weird if she was only going to be playing her. You mean the MCU has never wasted actors or actresses before? I mean, it has happened. It has been known to happen. On many occasions. But isn't her mother supposed to be dead? Okay, so that was a whole weird thing because her mother came back but it kind of seemed like she was like I don't fully remember the story. It was in West Coast Avengers, but like I think her mom came back, but it was a clone, or she had superpowers. Exactly. But her mother was originally called. thought to be dead. Yeah, and yeah, her mom is dead, yeah. <laughs> her mother was thought to be dead, and then she returned somewhat affiliated with Madame Mask. So it wouldn't be too much of a leap for in the adaptation for her, instead of being affiliated with Madame Mask, actually be Madame Mask. That's... You know what would be great? Okay, what if Clint, when he was on his little assassin thing, kills Kate's dad because Kate's dad is the known criminal? I don't know, but is Kate's dad, uh, you know... We, we don't... Not... He's not in <laughs> you know the joke. You know the joke that uh, Ronan only killed non-white people. That's the joke. So we have to find I mean, out whether... Haley Stanfield is multiracial. That is right. That is correct. So maybe this maybe this fits in with racist Hawkeye. Can you imagine if they leaned into that? <laughs> it would be pretty controversial. Um, and I think they'd get criticized for it, but I might be here for it. <laughs> I mean, Hawkeye is has been at times, maybe not in, in uh, recent years, but in the early stages of uh, of the Avengers, um, Hawkeye was kind of the the out of touch white guy that would say kind of racist things. So it wouldn't be too far of a leap for the character. But um, we shall see. We shall see where this goes. I, for one, am looking forward to Hawkeye. We don't. We still don't have a date because we don't have a date for most of the Marvel shows. And that's that's our well, Marvel wait. news. What's up? I'm sorry. I, I'm going to go in on this. Okay. Because I'm sorry. I can't get over Echo. I just read that she don't, uh, ec- her, like her guys, she's easily recognizable by a white hand stain, which covers most of her face. But she's Hispanic and Native Americans. Like, who made this character? It's like she got slapped by a white person. No. And she, 
Like what? What is happening? Why? Explain this character to me. I don't have enough background on on Echo to fully explain the character. Okay, Martine. You're no. I can't help you here either. <laughs> Sean. Sean. Nope. Why? What is what? it like? Okay, no. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just looked it up on Wikipedia, so this is going to be helpful. As okay. her as her father died, her father who is actually going to be featured on the series, he was murdered, and as he died, he touched her face and he left a bloody Was he hand. white? No, he was Native American. Native American. But as he died, he left a bloody handprint on her face. So and why did and his dying on? And his dying wish was to, um, you know, that he, that she live uh, a good life. And uh, she maintains, I suppose, that handprint as part of her superhero guise so that she always remembers that as her father died, he put his, his hand on her face. So it wasn't a slap. It was a tender okay. moment. It was a tender moment of love. A bloody tender moment. Okay, cool. I mean... Her father gets killed right in front of her. It's, it's going to be traumatic. Obviously. And then with a bloody handprint on your face, yes. Of course, it's going to be very traumatic. Yeah. I mean, a lot of superheroes have trauma at a young age, and uh, she's no different. So then how did she lose her hearing? No, I think she had her... I think she was always deaf. So when he died, he hit her in the face with the bloody handprint and told her... But he wants her to live a good life. Was she like what, reading lips? Presumably. Okay. All right. I I, I just don't get it because she's supposedly the sidekick to Daredevil. Not a sidekick. Not a sidekick. She Who's has had. She, she has from? had a. What did she say? Whose run is she from? Uh, which writer you mean? Yeah, like, cause like uh... Daredevil has like a a supporting cast, and like Foggy Nelson makes it past, but most time none of the other ones do like Rucka had his characters Brubaker had his characters Bendis had his characters Soul had his characters well it says that she was created by David Mack and Joe Quesada so did David Mack have a Daredevil, Daredevil run everyone's googling feverishly yes okay so there we go <laughs> This is good radio, guys. This is amazing. <laughs> I was, uh, I mean, like, I'm glad that they have like a deaf character and everything else like that. It's just like, it's just like one of these other characters that, like, well, I, I feel mean, like she's the first Native American superhero in the MCU, is she not? Well, she's actually Hispanic and Native American. Okay, that's even that's even more, like, great. Yeah, that's like she's representation on so many fronts. She is, which is, which is a positive thing. And the actress is also going to be deaf. Which was cool. I was very... She is deaf. Made me happy She's not going. Oh, right. Well, I guess I meant that when we, when we see her, when we see her, 
she will, yes, the actress, who, the actress who will be portraying her is in fact currently deaf. <laughs> like, currently deaf. We'll be playing her. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. High five. <laughs> I mean, it was very easy. It was just right there. Uh, would anyone else <laughs> like to? Would anyone else like to submarine this episode? Come on. <laughs> and from there, let's move on to DC news. Um, we shall start with the Arrowverse, this or the CW verse, as it were. There is a character named uh, John Diggle, who has mm -hmm. appeared on many, many of the Arrowverse shows. And there was some speculation that he might be playing a what, Martine? A Green Lantern. A Green Lantern. And uh, even though the show that he was on, Arrow, was canceled, he is due to return as a, in a mystery role <laughs> for five episodes in uh, subsequent Arrowverse shows. Um, do you have thoughts about uh, David Ramsey, the actor, playing John Diggle or the mystery role? Uh, not really. I mean, um, I like him as an actor. Uh, I, I, I always kind of figured that they were going to go that route if they are going to go that route because they've teased it quite a bit. Like uh, John Diggle's like stepfather's name, last name is Stuart. That's right. Is, on an alternate earth, uh, the flash from the nineties made a reference that he's surprised that John doesn't have his ring. That's so right. obviously you know what that means. Yeah. It, I kind of think if they are going that route, I kind of figured they were going to go that route. It's like not surprising to me. Yeah. I mean, they tease it quite a, quite a bunch of times, yeah. but I just naturally assume that because DC does funky things with characters um, on TV versus in the movies, Mm -hmm. I, f I figured that they might just do teasers and not yeah. actually have him in the full Green Lantern regalia. Yeah. You know, especially. Diggle doesn't tease anybody. <laughs> oh, such an unfortunate, <laughs> such an unfortunate uh, nickname. <laughs> but um, so I, I'm assuming you don't have many, many deep thoughts about Diggle, Kia? <laughs> I have a few oh. deep thoughts about him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that's I la my dickle. I la <laughs> Damn it! I, I laid that one out for you. All right. Uh, just don't lay down. You might have to take the dickle. <laughs> well, speaking of black characters on CW, there was also another news, um, another news story involving Ava DuVernay. Um, she is going to be producing a CW series that will notably not be produced by Greg Berlanti. So that would be, would be one of the, the first, I think the first DC uh, series that's not gonna be produced by Berlanti in some capacity. And it's going to involve the brand new character, uh, Naomi McDuffie or oh. Naomi. Now I'll go ahead and read from uh, the DC wiki page because not a lot of people know about Naomi. Uh, she was born on Earth in an alter alternate universe, very, an Earth that was very similar to the prime universe. But um, after years of human and environmental abuse, Earth's ozone layer collapsed. And in the wake of that ozone layer's destruction, 
undiscovered radiation leaked into the Earth's surface, which had previously been kept at bay. The radiation didn't harm anyone on planet Earth, but 29 random people across the planet were given access to godlike powers. And naturally, some of the 29 sought to rule the world with these newfound powers, while others sought to stop them. After one month of civil war between these factions, 14 of the 29 were dead. And in addition, seven more of the 29 left the planet in disgust, leaving only eight remaining. Eventually, these eight were able to call a truce before the Earth was entirely destroyed. None of the 29 had been able to procreate until Naomi's mother miraculously gave birth to her. And Naomi comes to our Earth, where she is adopted, and later discovers that she has superpowers after. Uh, the, sorry, she was adopted by Greg McDuffie and Jen McDuffie in the small town of Port Oswego, which sort of seems like Portland. Okay, can I can I jump in here for a sec? First off, for, for sure. Na- that's Naomi's backstory. Holy shit! Like I don't know any of that. I've never read that series. That's pretty cool. But wasn't her series like ten issues long? Like how did they get all that backstory in at a Bendis pace? So, and- as someone who read the story, <laughs> you'll you'll be not surprised to know that all of that backstory was in the last issue of Naomi. <laughs> That makes a ton of sense. As all the other issues was about Naomi trying to solve the mystery of of her background because she her parents were gaslighting her about being a superhero. Wow. Way to go, Mom. For her protection. It to me. For her protection, to be fair. So, you know, she has all these she has these godlike powers. Um she's a brand new hero. Yeah, durability, energy projection, flight, light projection, and super strength. Yep. And I think we're all I think we're all Googling today. No, actually, I knew that. But but like I said, she's going to be on this series, a 2019 series. This is a the CW is really doing it when it comes to quickly turning around. Well, DC and CW when it comes to quickly turning around characters that are either about to debut or have recently debuted. I mean, we have Wonder Girl. And now we have Naomi that are set to debut in the next year or so. And these are books that don't even have more than a year of history. How do you feel about that, Martin? I think it'd be fun. I mean, you have a lot of, um, um, because you don't have a lot of history to go base off of, you have a lot of freedom to kind of do more or less whatever mm-hmm. you want, kind of, to an extent. Um, so I think that could be fun. Uh, like many people, I don't really know Naomi either. Right. So that's gonna be. Right. And I only know her from like the Young Justice stuff because she. Like, yeah, she was, she that. joined that too. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think that could be fun. Uh, and then Yara, well, she's got absolutely nothing right now. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, but of course, <laughs> yeah. Of course, by the time her show debuts, she'll yeah. have the Future Something. State stuff, and you know, her book, which was I think they confirmed today. That after Future State ends, she'll have the Wonder Girl book. Yep. So, I mean, I think it's kind of savvy what AT&T and WB are trying to do with, with regard to synergy. They they want to introduce new, new characters, and they understand that the fastest way to get these characters into the mainstream is through live action. And what, you know, if things if things work in live action, they'll sort of incorporate elements into the comic character. I mean, it's, it's, it's often, it often works the other way, 
Um, and I think that's why some comic purists are a little bit wary of it, um, you know, because typically you'll have a character that's been around for 10 or 20 years and they'll have different runs, which some of which work in various ways. And then they decide when they make a live action adaptation, they can cherry pick from these different runs. This is more like they're relying on the, you know, they're, they're, they're more relying on the, on the TV writers to shape the character and then have the, presumably the comic writers flesh, flesh those characters out even more. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. I mean, I think that Ava DuVernay is a big name in in entertainment, whether on you know in front of TV or in the movies, and this is going to give her uh, a leg up with as as you know distinguished from maybe some of the other more obscure characters. Here, are you a fan of Ava DuVernay's work? I sure am. As a as a black woman, are you planning to watch the Naomi uh, series? As a brown woman, yes, I am. Because okay. I'm a brown skin girl, <laughs> and just like Bird Girl, first thing I'm in the world. All right. I song, but yeah. So, yeah, I was pretty psyched by the news. And, you know, I watch all the CW stuff because I'm trash. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely. Uh, give it, give it my attention. Is Martine gonna watch it? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I give all the shows a, a shot. Um, I've like I stopped watching Arrow before it even finished, so like it's not unheard of for me to finish stop. But mm -hmm. I'm, I definitely give it like a couple seasons. Oh, uh, you see, so I'm gonna watch it for sure. Yeah, I usually watch it all, but it's just a matter of how long I wait before I watch it. You know, sometimes well, I'll watch it from week to week. Sometimes I'll you know, either DVR or or catch it on on a streaming platform. But I usually watch every watch yeah, that. Well, the captain of the white delegation, aka Sean, will he be watching it? Yeah, I'm actually gonna because it's the first non Berlanti CW show, so I'm kind of interested. You want to see what 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 it looks like when when Berlanti's not involved? Yeah, because I honestly got tired of the universe outside of the crossovers. The crossovers are amazing. And it's great that these universes exist on television that we can have these crossovers. Mm -hmm. But I don't care about it for the most part. Yeah, you see, the one thing I'm worried about is that I like cross, I like the crossovers, and I like that they write towards crossovers. And you know, any at any point, another character can show up on another show. I'm I'm hopeful that even though uh, Berlanti's not involved, that that doesn't mean that they won't cross over with the Berlanti shows. You know, it'll be d disappointing. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with regard to Black Lightning, that Black Lightning was hurt by not having the possibility of crossovers. And you would hate for something similar to happen with that show. Um, and presumably, you know, if the show's good, there'll be more people clamoring for the crossovers. So fingers crossed on that front. There was another bit of live action uh, this is more movie news. There, here, are you familiar with the character Plastic Man? Yeah. And then he, uh, didn't, wasn't he uh, the guy in American Beauty? Uh, I don't remember a Plastic Man in American Beauty. Yeah, the guy that I was like filming the plastic bag. And it's like, it's so beautiful. Oh, no, no, no. You see, that guy, um, 
Kevin Spacey, <laughs> we don't talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> fair enough. There is no. A, who is Plastic Man? So Plastic Man is a 1941 uh, character that he used to have a cartoon back when I was a child, but he's he's known for being uh, stretchy and uh, making his body into different shapes. Um, he was. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Not as interesting as you might think, but um, no, he's 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 pretty known and popular, but he's not a top top tier character, and I think he's probably only he's he's sort of moved in and out of prominence as as he wasn't an original like, DC, um, you know, a DC character in the vein of Superman and Wonder Woman and the Justice League, um, but they've tried with him. I think that. What they're planning. So he's like the Gumby of DC. Yeah, in a way, but even more stretchy. But um, he's you know he's 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 so, very like, he's can very he stretch any part of his body. Yes, he can. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yes, and and like I said, he can turn his body into any shape. So. Uh, big or small. Big, big or small, you can change size. Wow. So, uh, you know, I mean, if if you need me to find some some Martin, Tumblr stuff, some. What do you think <laughs> about that? <laughs> Back that you can just you know change shapes yeah. like that. I know, I know. Kid. <laughs> I mean, like, so what is his true superpower? Uh, isn't does he need a superpower oh. beyond that? I don't know. Like, I mean, does he even help the community or just women? <laughs> well, it's funny <laughs> that you mentioned that. It's funny that you mentioned that because this Plastic Man movie, um, there aren't a lot of details about it. But what we do know is that it's going to be female oriented. Uh, the writer, Kat Vasco, who, um, who was written for uh, Queen of the Air and Fierce Kingdom as well as uh, the adaptation of Lumberjanes, um, she is going to be tapped to write this and develop this. And most of the industry speculation is that it's going to have a female lead. Now, I don't know if that means that it will be from the perspective of non-Plastic Man or whether uh, Plastic Man would be gender flipped. That hasn't been confirmed one way or the other. Well, but, that's not as fun. Uh, Plastic Woman? Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Think I about can't... the optics. <laughs> what? <laughs> the stretchy, the stretchy woman. What is a plastic woman? What, what, what do you think when you think plastic woman? Barbie. Sex doll. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Uh, well, wanna... let's hope. Like I said, I, I'm hoping that it's going to be a movie that the main character is is a woman um and plastic man is the is the sidekick so to speak <laughs> as it were i just uh, really like everybody was sharing that uh ewan mcgregor obi-wan gif where he's like confused and it was just like woman-led plastic man mm -hmm. movie visible confusion yeah I, I mean you're like this you're like this kia 
but even before he was Plastic Man, his uh, nickname was Eel. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, man, I was watching this movie called Animal Crackers today. It's a kid's movie. Okay. And, and it's the husband... It's actually, I love the, the main relationship. It's very supportive of each other. But the husband, he eats animal crackers and he turns into animals. And he gets stuck in animal form. Like, he can't turn back to human, but he can change animal shape. And at one point, it cuts to them lying in bed and he turns into a fucking squid. Squid? And he just, like, smiles. And then it cuts. And I'm just like, what the? That was in a kid's movie. Wait, did he turn into a giant squid or just like a... No, he turned into like a, the tentacles were like the tendrils were coming to her. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they did more to come to her. I think they helped her. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I just want to know if they sold merch. Did they sell the squid merch, and did they make a lot of money? But I feel like they probably didn't market it properly. Yeah, you know. Kia, you, you gotta you gotta reach back into your your marketing expert days and you teach people how to sell the squid toy. <laughs> I think I think I could do that. I think I can do that. And the last little bit of news is kind of not terrible, terribly newsworthy, but I found it newsworthy for our purposes on the racial draft because it involves actual comics and the new run of the Red Hood comic. Uh, it's noteworthy because it has a black writer. And in season one, the Red Hood was black. It's it's set in a, a neighborhood that uh, was, I think, debuted. So he's a crip? Um, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> he's, uh, he goes back to the old neighborhood, a place called The Hill, which is basically Gotham's version of Harlem. And, <laughs> and he shows up to a neighborhood and he all of a sudden he has all these black friends who knew the red hood had a bunch of black friends and uh they're gent the neighborhood's gentrifying their businesses that are trying to use crime to gentrify gentrify the neighborhood and red hood is going to defend defend this black neighborhood from evil gentrification how's he going to do that stay tuned it remains to be seen i don't know Hmm, I'm actually interested. I, I too. Read a comic. Well, the creative team, let me help you with that. The arc began uh, last week uh, at Red Hood 51. Sean Martinborough and as oh, the writer. Shout out. <laughs> oh, another Sean, but Sean with a W, so. He still counts. He's not a scene. Fair, fair enough. An artist, Tony Akins. So, yeah, they're bringing a little, uh, bringing a little black flavor to to the Red Hood comic. Who knows whether the black delegation will continue to lean on the Red Hood as a potential entrant into their delegation. And that's all we have as far as nerd news. We should maybe talk a little bit about racial draft business. I'll reiterate for the for the listeners. The draft order, the number one pick, the Asian delegation. The number two pick is the multiracial delegation. Number three is the black delegation. 
Number four is the Polynesian delegation. Number five is the Latinx delegation. Number six is the Native American delegation. Number seven is the white delegation. Number eight is the South Asian, the brand new South Asian delegation. And at number nine is the Jewish delegation. And uh, yeah, Sean, uh, as our FCL expert, FCL guru, what do you what do you think of uh, the various delegations' chances? You know, in terms of uh, figuring out the tiers of characters, like how how deep would you say the top tier, second tier, third tier characters uh, go in terms of from a pure FCL perspective? From pure FCL perspective, there is three god level characters, and if you don't get one of those three, you are already kind of hindered right off the start. And then there's your top tier level heroes that would be like Spider-Man mm-hmm. and like the Bat family, Flash. And then it would break down to, depending on what side you are, DC or Marvel, the mutants yeah, so I, would start coming into play there. So we're, so how, about how many uh, sort of not God tier, uh, you know, mortal top tier characters would you say that there are? I would say between the two, there's probably about 15. Okay, so theoretically, in the first two rounds, you should be able to score either a god-tier character or a top-tier character, um, no matter where you're drafting. Yeah, without a problem. Right, but once... You just, yeah. You know, you once we get to pick 20... And and I'm assuming the top three are the DC Trinity. Yes, without a doubt, especially Batman. <laughs> I mean, Wonder Woman was right there last season. It was right there. Kia, would you like to speak up about about how underrated Wonder Woman was? I mean, nobody picked her except me. Nobody was even looking at her. And then she came in and teabagged everybody. Metaphorically so. Um, but yes, yes, she did. So it's, I'm going to be very curious to see where Wonder Woman goes this time out. Well, I, I mean, all her books pretty much just came out. So, I mean, by the time the racial draft is done, I don't think she'll have any more books out. So therefore, honestly, picking her now. No, she's going to still have books. They're not. Yeah, but I'm, but it won't be as hard. It's like, you know, what she just came out with. Maybe. What do you think, Sean? Uh, I'm not talking about Wonder Woman right now because I didn't mention her by name for a reason. Interesting. (laughs) Why did you not mention her? Why would I mention the greatest character in the (laughs) (laughs) league? I see people are being cagey here. Because they don't want to Whoa. tip their hand with I, regard to the I, drafting strategy. I spent like 30 hours putting together a list to help people draft. It's not my fault if I understand the draft valuability of the characters better than anybody else. Except maybe Martine. Martine's real good. <laughs> or or Kia. is good too because she won. Kia was the- popular and it played off really well for her. For the benefit of our listeners, though, you have to give the you have to give the listeners some expertise, some some analysis. I did. I just didn't say. Here's the number one character. You have to go get him. <laughs> yeah, but is she the, she's the number one character right her. now? But like, 
you also have to look at like, you know, the draft like lasts for like 12 weeks. And after that, that's when it, all her stuff starts counting. Yeah, I'm willing to bet on Wonder Woman. It, it sounds like things are going to shrink, but largely stay the same. And if things shrink, that A, fucks more characters, because DC will continue to put out tons of Wonder Woman, tons of Batman, tons of Superman, but they won't show any Green Lanterns, love, except for maybe one of them, maybe two. Sorry, Martine. <laughs> and they won't That's show like- the Flash family, love. The Bat Family will probably still get titles because they're the fucking Bat Family. They're they're Spider Man level. The Bat Family. That's how popular they are. I guess I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll have to put Wonder Woman back on then, since I'm the second pick. <laughs> well, that is that is a good transition point because we do happen <laughs> to have uh, two captains here as a as guests, and um, since we kick off. In a, pro- a little bit, you know, as we record, a little bit over three hours at midnight, we have the opportunity for people to give their poll options. Uh, Martine. This episode needed to run a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> Martine, you, uh, you'll, be, you'll be drafting for the Latinx delegation in the five spot. Would you like mm-hmm. to take advantage of your the poll option? Or would you rather just draft in the five spot? No, I'm I'm gonna have a poll, dude. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Let's get it. Let's get this poll on the road. Who are your four characters, or three? No, it's four. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, first one. Uh, Superman. Ah, uh, Superman. He was your yeah. number one. He was your number one pick. Season one. Yeah, last season. Yeah. yeah. He didn't really help you. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any? Mm-hmm. Can you tease any? Can you tease any uh, new wrinkles as as far as Latinx Superman? If you if he does end up on your team. What do you mean wrinkles? Like uh, like what? You know, in terms of tweaks mm-hmm. to his backstory that maybe weren't part of uh, the season one backstory. Yeah. So um, some of some of you may know that there's already a Latinx Superman in the DC multiverse. Okay. His name is Hernan Guerra. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually the son of General Zod. He's, okay. He he was the one that landed on Earth instead. Um, that I'm using that a bit of that backstory, which is um, he. In this case, it's gonna be Kal-El. Uh, lands right in, like, right in about the Mexican border, and oh, okay. the the two people that find him, the uh, you know Juan and Martha, okay, are gonna, they're gonna find him. Are gonna find, there are two Mexicans that are crossing the border and trying to get into a better life here in okay. America. So, and they find this little baby, and. Mm-hmm. He's, they're gonna, you know, take pity on him. They're gonna take him out. Right. They're gonna raise him, and uh, very much like how the Fernand Guerra version. And, and so, like, he grew up just seeing, identifying as Mexican, seeing how people treated the Mexican people okay. when they first come over, especially like in Kansas. So he's is, so uh, he, so they are still going to going to go to Smallville, Kansas. They're also going to go to Smallville, Kansas. Kansas actually has about. 12 almost 13 percent uh latinx population oh, some okay. counties actually have over 50 percent um 
some counties in Kansas actually have over uh, almost 50% of the population are Latinx. So, I mean, why, why change what can easily be, why, why change what could easily work? Exactly. So, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds, yeah. sounds interesting. So that's one yeah, of gonna your, be, yeah. that is one of your potential poll choices. Mm -hmm. Who else? Yeah. Actually, wait. Save that, Sean. Yeah, we're we're gonna go back and forth. Okay. Now, are you planning to take advantage of of your poll option? Yes, I am. All right. So. Man, I would hope so. <laughs> at from the seventh spot, who are yeah. your who who was who's gonna be one of your poll choices? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. And as we know. We're in the poll. That means no one can draft you in this round. Uh, are you going to keep Wonder Woman's origin as is uh, by making her white, or are you going to make some extra make, whitening tweaks to her? I will make backstories, but not at this time. Because last time I made backstories for my draft choices, and then I just wanted to get my draft choices because I'd already made the fucking backstories. Right. So... I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to set myself up for the heartbreak. Well, remember, for the benefit of the listeners, you know, you might have to give yourself a little bit of heartbreak. As a, as the white person, I'm sure that a little heartbreak isn't isn't uh, isn't too much to ask. However, that's fine. You can play it close to the vest. Oh, I plan to bring heartbreak, just not my own. I got it. I got it. Villainy is what I'm hearing. All right, Martin. Wait, Kia, what are your thoughts about this? As the as someone who had Wonder Woman on her team in the season one, how do you feel about the potential white uh, white retaking of Wonder Woman? Well, I mean, considering Wonder Woman when she was on my team was everything but white, I feel like this is just white lash, and it won't it won't happen. I feel like I have. I have faith in the Latinx team or any other team, multiracial team, everybody else. Just know that the white team will not get Wonder Woman. Well, well what you need to have faith is, in is the voters. So do I expect to see you campaigning against white Wonder Woman? Yes. All right. All day, every day. Now, Martine, who do you have yeah. in mind for your poll? Wonder Woman. Oh, oh, look at this. Oh, Wonder Woman is oh. two. It's a two person race for Wonder Woman in the poll. Yeah. You know, when two characters or sorry, when the same character is picked in the poll, if both characters win their respective polls, there is a runoff poll and the oh, winner like, like like I'm even in the running here <laughs> and the winner of the runoff poll gets the character. And this year, the new tweak is that the loser of the runoff poll has their choice, their draft choice selected by the winner of the runoff poll among their four poll, poll options. Hey, Martin, if it does come down to this, I just want you to know I gave you Wonder <laughs> Woman, who is the best character, because there's no way I'm ever going to get her if it goes to this poll. <laughs> and I want you to remember that when you have to pick my character. Okay. 
listen to this. I love I love the, the plea cop and kitty. So wait, wait, time out. If there's three polls where Wonder Woman is also in there, so like like hypothetically say, let's say I created a poll. Mm-hmm. So I am a perfectly good bystander. I'm not really actually like, you know, doing my thing. Um, and I like, so let's say I won, I would then get to pick for the Latinx team and the white team. If 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 Wonder Woman won all three polls and there was a runoff between all three, then yes, you would get to pick among their other poll choices. So not any anyone, but just oh, among not anyone. Yeah, oh, just, no just among their other poll choices. You get to choose who gets to be their pick from their poll choices. Oh, that's no fun. <laughs> We're just going to pick the most obscure people or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, for sure. <laughs> Give you the crow. I would have gave Latinx team the crow. <laughs> well, remember, it's only, remember, this year it's only big two, so you can't, no more crow this, this, this You're on. That's like the gift that keeps giving. I think you should just allow the crow. Like, <laughs> He's the only the only character the only, that can be the only yeah, non-Marvel or DC character that can be drafted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Sean. Who's your second poll choice? Cyborg. Vic Stone, Cyborg. Now I know what's I know part of your strategy here is that uh you know the Snyder Cut is happening, and you're oh. you're hoping that. That cyborg gets a whole bunch of appearances in the Snyder Cut world, and you're gonna get those bonus points for for the Snyder Cut. I see, I see where you're coming from there. No, you know what are two things that are not gonna go away: the Teen Titans and the Justice League, both of which Vic Stone has connections to. And even though he doesn't have the appearances Wonder Woman does, he mm-hmm. does have the same roughly points per appearance as Wonder Woman. He's a power player. Interesting. All right. I think the multiracial team is just going to take, make a poll, and it's going to be everything that Sean picks. It's on. Oh. It's on, Sean. <laughs> That's why we'll, it makes we'll it likely that I have to go to a runoff. Now, can now can <laughs> we can we preview a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, White Vic Stone's backstory? I mean, he can't be a can't be a running back. Um, there are hardly any white running backs. No, so. at that point, he's, <laughs> no, he should be. He's, he's a quarterback. He's, he's, white. he's white. He's the star, you guys. Yeah, of course. He's the he's the he's the quarterback. But he's like you know from Texas. Yeah, and yeah. he's he's a white Friday quarterback that that has deceptive speed. You know, he's but he's 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 got a really really good intelligence for the game, as they say. He's scrappy. All all the, all the tropes. I got it. All right, White Vic Stone potentially. All right, Martine. Who's who's so, next? I mean, I'd be crazy not to put him Batman. Yes, Batman. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so you put you and, put uh, the whole Trinity in your poll. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not taking any fucking chances. <laughs> okay, you know what? If you, if you don't pick the number one pick after that, I'm going to be disappointed in you, Martin. Well, so do you have any – would you like to preview some of the Latinx tweaks to Bruce Wayne that might happen if, if he wins your poll? 
Yeah, so there is a connection like between uh, Bruce Wayne and arguably the most famous Hispanic fictional character. Uh, Zorro. Zorro. Yeah, so it's still a thing of like, he grew up kind of like idolizing Zorro and mm-hmm. he still comes out. Just can't the parents get, parents parents get murdered. Yeah. yeah, so, and it's also a bit of a Gomez Adams situation and <laughs> that his dad is a... Um, a descendant of Spanish kind of like arist- aristocracy. Okay, aristocracy. So that's why he's old money. That that's kind Got of. Got it. Old he's money. old Spanish money. Yeah. He's old Little- Spanish money. He's Puerto Rican because like they're in New Jersey. Like it's basically New Jersey. Let's be honest. Uh, okay, fair so, enough. Yeah. What? Yeah, Whoa! Don't get crazy about New Jersey. I am from New Jersey. No, we're talking, about New York. we're talking about Newark. We're talking about Newark, not not. I'm talking about like because this is like a thing. Like Gotham is technically like supposed to be like New Jersey. So I'm just I'm not saying anything too crazy, Kia. Yeah. I'm not. I no, I can see I can see but... Gotham being I can see Gotham being Newark if we're being honest. Yeah. I'm not saying like Jersey, like yeah, yeah. Um, and he's gonna be poor weekend, and it's the whole thing of like um, very much like um, spend a lot of Zoro's enemies are like other people like in power. So his okay. thing is just anybody who is taking advantage of their power, whether they be criminals, other like Gotham elite, the cops, uh, anybody like that, he's gonna take that as like a thing, a, a person. Like I'm, I may be rich as all fuck, but I am still like for the people. So I am. I'm gonna protect them from anybody who tries to do them harm. You know. Interesting. Okay. All right. So yeah, definitely, definitely get out there and campaign for Latinx Batman. Yeah. Sean. You know, I think a lot about that time when Joaquin was just sort of like Sean just likes to fuck with the black people. Oh no. I really don't. They just get all the appearances, guys. Storm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Kia, what do you think about this? Well, I think that, um... (laughs) I think uh, that actually might be his best pick yet. Really? <laughs> and that's the one I would promote on Twitter. I'd be like, the white team needs Storm. All right. So uh, is Storm still going to be African? Or is she going it's to be? South African. <laughs> yeah, is it? Is, do, we have a, do we have Charlize Theron with a mohawk? I'm sure there's, a, there's probably a Charlize Theron with a mohawk picture going around. Um, I'm I'll, I'll let but you tell it, Sean. It's, I... it's, is, no, is uh, Storm South Martin, African? Martin was great. I'm going with that. I haven't developed it yet, but based off that, South African sounds great. All <laughs> right. Of what you could do with that. South African Storm, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> um, I... What's your what's your Twitter again, Sean? Would you like to say it for the people? <laughs> <Not really. laughs> But I also don't hide. It's just my name. All right, Sean Martineau on Twitter. Oh wait, wait. Up, I don't. Isn't people... it like Shakakakis or something? What no, is it, Sean Akakis? No, it's Sean. Sean Akakis. I am Sean Akakis. There you go. Like Spartacus. Yeah, but, uh, I am, that's even what my Twitter picture is—the Spartacus scene. <laughs> well, I'm sure that uh, I'd love to hear hear from the people as a. Uh, 
as you see the poles come up. But Martine, who is your fourth choice? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Peter well, Parker. He's like, he's I'm like, assuming he's like either way. I don't want I'm assuming like, Peter to Parker. Lose anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peter I'm assuming Parker. Peter Parker. Just making sure. Or Peter Parker or you know Pedro Perez, whatever you want to call him. Uh, we'll say Pedro Parker. We'll, we'll, uh, Pedro Parker. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll split the difference. Pedro Parker. Uh, he's, you know, there's, there's definitely Latinx people in Queens. I get that part. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. now how would you say with great power comes great responsibility in Spanish? Mm. Uh, um, con gran poder, uh, hay gran responsabilidad. Got it. Uh, he just made that up. He, he, he just said, like, take off your pants. That's what he just said. <laughs> now, does that, now I'm, I, we're going to assume that that means that uh, May and, and Ben are also Latinx. Are mm-hmm. there additional uh, elements? Wait, oh, actually, uh, did you happen to uh, say what, what country his family was from? Puerto Rico. Oh, okay, also Puerto Rican. That makes sense. Definitely yeah. makes sense for for Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, they're definitely Puerto Rican. Uh, so uh, Aunt May is Puerto Rican. Uncle Ben is Puerto Rican. Peter's like, it's that old family's Puerto. Like they are from Puerto Rico. Like Peter's the first one born in America. Basically. Okay. Got it. Got um, it. Yeah, and that gives even more reason as to why like. Um, J. Jonah Jameson is like, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a criminal. He's a he's, exactly because he's, he's a little too dark under that under that mask. If right. You know what I'm saying? No, he could tell. He could tell. Yeah. Tell the way he dances. He dances a little funny. With, <laughs> with flavor. Yeah, too much flavor. I know. He's a he's a menace. A menace, I tell you. <laughs> I got it. That's that's a strong that's a strong fourth pick. Strong fourth pick. All right, Sean. All right, Sean. Who's your? I'm no. I'm going to preface this first. I'm picking all multiracial characters because (laughs) I'm going to be doing white mostly for the next few weeks. You know, like I got. I'm coming to play this this year. I'm gonna kick some asses. I'm not gonna be sitting in the buffer level no more. Okay, that's what I like to hear. I like to hear. I got to get one of the best multiracial characters though, right off the bat, because. They'll probably Uh-oh. be gone by the time I get to do the real damage in the back half. Uh-oh. And I love Martine's pick because I'm also going to pick Spider-Man, but I'm picking Miles Morales. Uh, I knew where he was Fuck going. Me. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is going to be rough. Can we have be... two? But time out. Yeah. It's actually a question. Can we have two different Spider-Mans? Yeah, of course yeah. you can. We do. So like, so there like, are two different Spider-Men. One is Peter. Yeah, Parker, no, one no. Parker. What I'm saying though, like in the draft, so could like the white team that have time. that Spider-Man, yeah. and then the Latinx team have that Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. We did that last season. Yeah, last uh, season. Even though, it, unfortunately, wait. Never... I thought there was. I thought the Native American team had Spider-Man. They had yeah. Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. We had Miles Morales. Yeah. Oh, there was two the whole time. To the whole time, and Spider Woman. I, I forgive you for forgetting because the Native American team never used Peter ever. Yeah, yeah. They never I, talked I about him. He was just he because he was. You know what happened? You know he didn't. He didn't have a dead woman in his life. Um, even though he did, he had Gwen Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> but he he didn't turn into like. You see, if it was if it was black suit Spider Man, it would have been different. 
you know, like angry, angry vengeance Spider-Man. That would have been right there for the Native American delegation. But, you know, I'm sure, fingers crossed, there's going to be a different drafting strategy for the Native American delegation this year. They're going to shake things up. Who knows who who be picked by the Native American delegation? But I, whew, so, you know, I'm I am you know I, I I'm trying to be impartial because I am the commissioner and the host of the Racial Draft podcast. But I gotta say, I gotta say. I mean, the goal if, is kind of if to make I, Wonder Woman if I'm, look appealing. If I were the black delegation right now, <laughs> if I were the black delegation right now, I'd feel uh, some kind of way about. <laughs> Storm and Miles Morales, and even though Miles Morales is multiracial. Um, and Cyborg. Yeah, but nobody cares about Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, he you had white and he became full machine. <laughs> I'm just saying that I know who I'm picking in the poll. If I got it, if some black character has to be, um, you know, dropped out of the uh, the ship, so to speak. Um, so, cyborg, enjoy, enjoy Victor Stone. <laughs> enjoy Victor Stone in the white delegation, as far as I'm concerned. But I am just, this is just my personal opinion. I'm not telling the listeners who to vote for. I'm just saying that as a fellow black person, I don't think we want a white storm. I don't think we want a white Miles well, Morales. What if, what if is he get storm? I would be a male. Like I don't want storm. I mean I do, but I don't. But just I, call I, her I snow. Snowstorm. Snowstorm. Man, you guys are writing my backstories for me. I don't even have to do anything. <laughs> It's it's yeah it's not, we already know she's gonna be played by Charlize Theron, and we know that she's gonna be statuesque and white, and it still uh, have the mohawk. I, I just want to say real quick, Shep, do not mess up the multiracial team's legacy. Yeah, shout out to Shep. Or I will come for you. <laughs> I will come for you. But yeah, all right. Well, there we there we have it, people. Like. Hit us up on on social media when you when you see these poll choices. You'll have uh, until the weekend. You'll have until Saturday. Uh, that way we'll have 24 hours to do any kind of runoff polling. But um, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Storm, and Miles Morales for the white delegation. Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Peter Parker. Although I'm sorry, Clark Kent, Diana Prince, Bruce Wayne, and Peter Parker for the Latinx delegation. Just uh, you know, staying within their those particular identities because the obviously there are other people who wear those mantles. Uh, shout out to shoot Future State. And um, now I'm very curious about what happens with the Asian delegation, who's sitting on the number one pick. But there are some big guns. There are some big guns that are not draftable right now. There's some big guns that are draftable, though. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. And those are my hopes. I either get Cyborg or we go to a Wonder Woman fight because that would be fun. I want. I want at least one of us to get Wonder Woman. I want one of us to get Wonder Woman. Uh (laughs) Wow. Oh my God! I almost want to like take Shep's job and (laughs) put in the poll. 
Oh yeah, Martin, <laughs> did did you did you give us a taste of the uh, Latinx Wonder Woman uh, backstory? No, I did not. But I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah, okay. give us a taste, Martin. So, uh, we have found out that there is a another tribe of Amazons in the yes. Amazon rainforest. Mm -hmm. Amazon rainforest uh, stretches through a lot of nine different countries in South America. And so, yeah, I'm name those Yara's nine countries. <laughs> hmm? You want to know what those name countries those are? Name those nine countries. Okay, because mm -hmm. I got it written down. Brazil, Peru, Colombia, Bolivia, <laughs> Guyana, French Guyana, Ecuador, Suran, Suriname, and Venezuela. Okay. Damn, he uh, came prepared. Oh, that's all. Oh, he just smacked me in the face. Yeah, these things are, have already Ooh. been like written down. <laughs> like, oh, he's uh, an overachiever. So yeah, uh, I'm taking that little thing from Yara because she's coming from that one tribe. Right. But there's also another Latinx Wonder Woman in the whole multi in the multiverse as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, called Maria Mendoza, and she's Peruvian. Uh, okay. She gets her power kind of like from uh, the Incan sun god Inti. So okay. instead of you know, I'm using the whole like Zeus as yeah. as well. I'm Greek separating mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm uh, instead of Zeus being uh, Wonder Woman's father, it's Inti, who okay. is thought to believe to be the, uh, to, he, from, like, human, like, Incans kind of came from him, so it's not unheard of that he's somebody's dad. Got it. And so he's, uh, and her name is not gonna be Diana, obviously. It's gonna I mean, be, it could uh, be, Dia it could be Diana. Yeah, it could be, but, like, it's not, uh, I mean, uh, I got, here's the thing, here's, here's, here, here's the thing that I want to, I want to be, like, not forceful yeah. about, but I'd like to, mm -hmm. where possible, maintain a certain amount of continuity with the mm -hmm. mainstream version of the characters so as to distinguish them from brand new characters, you know, so obviously okay. she could have another name, like a middle name or something <laughs> like that, but, you know, yeah. As a shorthand, okay. because we're gonna still, right. she's still gonna be Diana Prince, the Wonder Woman, yeah. the mainstream Wonder Woman. Her but, yes. So very much like how Diana is also the same name as a, like a like a Roman goddess. Right. I kind of wanted to go with another, like an Incan goddess as her name, mm -hmm. and her name would have been Chaska, who is the goddess mm -hmm. of the dawn and twilight. Okay. Not the book series. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I could very easily like just uh, yeah, that could be your uh, nickname or middle name or yeah, something that, like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that could be a thing. Um, so yeah, she's gonna be she's gonna be coming from that lost tribe. Her dad is gonna be an Incan god. Yeah. You know? Okay. So and you know I feel uh, like it's we also kind of got to represent Linda Carter in this, you know? Oh she's yeah. Next. That's she's true. Yeah. So this, in a way, in a so, way, would be just kind of claiming claiming Wonder Woman in a way that she should have been claimed this whole time because she is the first uh, live action Wonder Woman and the one that's near and dear to all of our hearts. I'm guessing she's still going to do the spin. Yeah, I mean, it just looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, I. Mm -hmm. A Wonder Woman off between the white delegation and the Latinx delegation would be interesting. Um, but um, I haven't decided yet who, 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 who would be my preferred choice. Kia, 
obviously you don't have you know you're you're you only have one vote in the poll but um who would you be leaning towards if, if you had to rank if you had to rank yeah. both teams um choices one to four wait who if like who i want them to have um well you know in terms of who sounds who would the you most vote for me like who sounds no <laughs> yeah here we go <laughs> two things a uh, who who sounds the most interesting, and oh. be uh, you know. I I would give both the teams spider their Spider Mans. Yeah. As your as the as your top as your top choice. Yep. What about your mm-hmm. least favorite? Um, <laughs> I don't want Latin Latinx team that Batman. So hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and and I uh, for. <laughs> <laughs> you know why. <laughs> F that man. F that man. Um, and for the white team, they can have Storm. <laughs> you said they can't have Storm? They can't have Storm. I feel yeah. you there. I feel you there. Um, yeah, for me, for me, I think... I think I like La- I think I like Puerto Rican Peter Parker the most, um, but I you know it's very close after that is also uh, Latinx Superman. Uh, Wonder Woman is awesome too. It's for- they're very close. They're all very close. Uh, obviously, Batman is Batman, but mm-hmm. you know he's Batman. <laughs> but as far as the white delegation. Hell no. Hell no on Miles Morales. Hell no on Storm. (laughs) Wonder Woman, I suppose I could live with it, but I wouldn't like it. I Um, can't. (laughs) And Cyborg. I mean, I'm not saying vote for Cyborg, but I mean. It's implied. It is implied. White Cyborg. White Borg. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say, instead of fighting the machine, he becomes the machine. Of course, he wholeheartedly embraces the machine so rage rage for the machine so that's I, an that's an actual band no that's rage no they're rage that's against rage the against the machine this is this is rage rage oh. in rage in favor of the machine <laughs> got it oh yeah so but yeah i'd love to hear i mean i would like to hear from you the listeners hit up you know when the polls go up they're going to go up very soon after the show if you're listening to the show right now you can go right under uh, a post either on facebook or twitter or instagram and you'll have a link to our polls and you can you know you can make your voice known as far as who you'd like to see the various delegations uh, have uh, other than these two polls like i said the white delegation will be drafting in the seven spot and the Latinx delegation will be in the five spot, so you'll still, throughout the week, hear about the picks from the Asian delegation, the multiracial delegation, the black delegation, the Polynesian delegation, the Native American delegation, the South Asian delegation, and the Jewish delegation. And we'll be back here next week to talk about round two. Now, do you guys have any, uh, since since your role, since your role here is, uh, will be determined by the people, what are some things that you are looking for out of the other delegations? I really hope good things for the black tele- delegation. I really do. <laughs> uh, As I do I. First, 
They're, they're in the number three spot. Is... I feel like they, they there's so many opportunities for them at number three. It's I know. I, I I just want their first pick to be so much better than their first pick last season. No. <laughs> and they have options. I mean, you know, like we they still have they could make Jason Todd again. I mean, there's Black Panthers back on the board. I don't think I, it would dazzle. Uh, I know I'm I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I agree. No. There's I mean Sean yeah. said that there's a uh, whole oh, bunch so, of uh, like and then uh I like as a green as a Green Lantern a fan. I know that the um, the next guy who's going to take over after Grand Morrison finishes their run, uh, Jeff Jeff Thorne. Jeff Thorne. Mm-hmm. I know he's a fan of John Stewart. Yeah. I know he's a fan of John Stewart, and John Stewart's gonna he's still in, in the Justice League stuff. So you know, right. there's definitely a good chance he's going to show up in more Green Lantern stuff too. So like, there are options. Please do <laughs> not do domino or like dazzler or anyone like that do it do it do it to counter you should be going for the whites though they should be going for the white yeah there's definitely like some good white people out there like your first draft should probably go for the whites then you should do a really good defensive draft on your on your swing back and then you guys do whatever you want I'm done giving you advice. No, I mean this is that's a solid advice. You I know, mean, right? coming from like uh, you know, the guy that you know was like what fifth in the first oh, draft, fourth, and nobody fourth. was near me. Oh, you're talking about like in the final rankings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a team that was played for laugh, and I sat in fourth. Like nobody came near me, <laughs> and you guys were like god tier. I couldn't come near you. You guys had Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman, and Wolverine. <laughs> he he does he raises good points. He raises yeah. good points. But um yeah, my fingers are crossed that the black delegation makes some good picks. Obviously the multiracial delegation, the defending champions, they're in a really good position. And let's face it, colorism, they've got that on their side. Um <laughs> they all their characters are are a little bit uh able to be adaptable to multiracial. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot on the board. A lot of big players. And Shep, I'm... don't let us down. Don't let us down, Shep. So, Sean, like do you Shep have? It's gonna be really good because, like, I I've been trying to get Shep to play the Fantasy Comic League for a while now. I'm very excited about this because I think he'll do real good. What I really want to see though is the backstories. Like, just listening to Martin, I was just like, oh, this is great. We're getting more backstories because I was afraid we might lose some of that this season. I, I hope the Polynesian team really concentrates on the backstories again. <laughs> yes. They don't have to perform. I think it's really important to have both a really solid pick and a really solid backstory. And I am pulling for the Polynesian team this time out to bring both elements together. Same right. the same for the Native American team. I'm hoping that a new addition um, the new addition Johnny J brings a lot of um, new energy to the picking and 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 uh, surprises us. Of yeah, course, I'm... I hope you guys all concentrate on backstories. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is definitely bias talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I think when it comes to draft business, I mean, all that remains is. You know, a couple hours, we're a couple hours away from the, the true kickoff. And 
you know, do you guys have any any trash talk that you want to throw out before before the picks come off? Yeah, I really wish I could see the faces of like the Asian delegation when they realize I can't pick Batman. Well, I'd like to see the face of the Asian really, delegation because they'd never come on the show. Good period. <laughs> so, yeah. I so I think it's only right. They had their opportunity. They yeah. could have could have come in and defended their their number one pick. Instead, mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see which direction they go now. Where Batman is yeah. not available to them, their MVP is not pickable. Wait, can't they put in their poll? They they, they're not they here. They're not here poll? to put in a poll. I thought you said that everybody could put in polls. Nope, you have to be on the podcast. Have to be on the podcast yeah. for the poll. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I. <sighs> So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God, yeah, <laughs> yeah, why are you not on here right now? Invoke your power, you're still a delegate. I know, I'm about to kill you. Are you saying that you'd like, are you saying that you'd like to jump in right now and you and 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 usurp and 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 usurp oh. Shep? I don't, I, I, I don't. So hard. I think so in the first so in the first round, Kia. In the first like round, Kia. You're not even giving him an you're... opportunity. I know. Oh, he's got the number. Kia, he's he's got the number two pick. He's got the number two pick in the draft. You gotta have faith in him. He's got so much open to him. I know. But if you do a if you do a poll, if you do a poll, then you put you put it in the hands of the people. Can't trust the people. Does Shep have a lot of followers? <laughs> I don't know. You should have strategized. You and you and Shep should have strategized. Should have gone over what the strategy was going to be. Can be silent. Oh, you know what? No. Okay. All right. He, Lisi. All right. I already burned down everything. I'm just gonna let him rebuild. <laughs> well, stay tuned, listeners. We'll be here checking in next week to find out whether Kia's uh, bold strategy yeah. of letting letting Shep make his picks whether it pays off or whether Kia's gonna take back control <laughs> like she like in season one. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Nate. Shout out to Nate. Okay. This is fun. <laughs> oh, uh, this is going to be so hard. <laughs> well, I mean, the beauty of this is that this time out, you'll be able to offer commentary on everybody's picks, not just not just your own, your own delegation. That's true. That's true. But I yeah, I guess I'm gonna this. <laughs> I guess we'll keep it short this week. We'll keep it short and sweet. Does anyone have any uh, final thoughts to heading into heading into uh, round one? Um, this is gonna be. I mean, yeah, you can go, Sean. We're heading into round two. <laughs> oh, you've been corrected. Mm. No, this is season, season two. two. 
round oh, one. Okay, you are right. Oh, you've been corrected, Sean. <laughs> oh, you came for the host, and he said no, and then smacked your face with a light hand. Yeah. Well, I just want to. I just want to reiterate something. Uh, it's important um, that you know there are a couple tweaks in season two, and one of the tweaks of season two is that every pick will be uh, rated by the listeners. Uh, every, in addition to Fantasy Comics League scoring, there's bonus scoring for if they appear in alternative media. Uh, they'll get a point for when an alternative media is announced, and they'll get appearance points for if they show up in either a series or a movie. And this is obviously during our season period. So you're not going to get anything for Wonder Woman 1984 because that would have been happening during the draft rather than mm. after the draft. Um, <laughs> but um, be mindful of that. You know, if there are characters with TV shows coming, that may be it may provide some extra points. Uh, additionally, I think that's about it as far as tweaks are concerned. Um, you know, this is there's some behind the scenes stuff that listeners don't have to know about as far as getting the picks to me on time. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, looking forward to more people coming on this show, more guests. Uh, obviously, obviously the delegates are always welcome to make their voices known. And the poll strategy is going. I, I feel like this year people are going to be using their polls right. And key is, isn't it really important that people use their polls right? Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. Yeah, you don't want to be misusing and, your poll. Yeah. Not at all. Um, Sean, here's an opportunity for you to uh, plug the Fantasy Comics League. I'm currently <laughs> drafting for the Fantasy Polls Comics League. That would be great. Um, you can find us on Twitter. That's our main source of interaction, at Fantasy Comic LG, because League is too long to spell for Twitter. And we draft monthly, and we have divisions in which we do so. And we also support systems like Michael's that are off doing their own thing. So join us in any way you can. It's quite a fun time. Also, if you yes, like statistics, get into this, because it's just nonstop statistics. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely, um, you know, I'm going to have you on a lot, or at least offering commentary, uh, Fantasy Comics League commentary on the picks as they come in, just in terms of, you know, loose projections as to what you think their scoring will be for, th for these characters as, as the, the various delegations choose them. And for my fellow captains who are listening to this, maybe after we've recorded, there uh, de is dele delegates, Sean. Delegates there. Delegates. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll have the same ring. My fellow Americans and Marvelins. <laughs> fellow Americans, aren't you Canadian? <laughs> and Marvelins, people who are captains. Um, you can check out the fantasycomicleague.com for three, five articles breaking down the statistic odds of the characters you will be drafting. I'll put a lot of time and effort into it. If somebody could please look at it, I would really appreciate it. Yes, listeners, you can I'll listen to it too. It. And, <laughs> and, you, and you could, you know, hopefully, 
if you read it, you could offer some suggestions to the various delegates as to possible draftees for your delegation. And, you know, I would love for the delegates to keep their ears out um, as far as listening to the voices of fans and making their, you know, obviously there's a strategy element, but, you know, offer, offer the, the opportunity for their voices to be heard as well. And um, I think that's I think that's all I have to say, Kia. I mean, you you still get twelve weeks to carry around the championship belt, as it were, um, the crown. Would you like to talk your shit? Um, I mean, just good luck, good luck, and Shep, don't make me take over. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me do it. <laughs> We're not off to a good start, Shep. You're not here right now. You listen to this, know that I'm highly upset. This is where it really mattered. Yep. (laughs) You wouldn't mess it up already, Shep. Just saying. Well, good luck. Good luck, Shep. Good luck to all of the delegations and their delegates. And good luck to the listeners because we're gonna it's gonna be a wild ride. It's gonna be a lot of shenanigans and we love shenanigans here. But until next time. <laughs> Just like the white delegation stepping over our moment. What a slap in the face. Until next time, all things are possible.